Shalom to all. Today's office is Shalom Davav, and we are starting with the Mishnah at the top of the daf. And the Mishnah says, Hamachanes Mais. A person is gathering money, he's collecting money slowly but surely in order to give it for his Machsa Shekel. Vamri says, Hare Elu Shekeli. These are from a Machsa Shekel. He takes a whole bunch of money, puts it on the Gizbar's table, and then they count it, and it turns out that it's more than the Machsa Shekel. Beisham Emrim, they say, Masar Nedava. This leftover money, it's given to the Beis Mikdash in the box called Nedava. Now, we've learned about this previously. There are Karbanas called Ketam HaMizbech. If the Mizbech didn't have a Karban on it, and the Kohanim would bring Eulahs called Ketz HaMizbech so that the Mizbech wasn't idle. These were purchased with funds from the Nedava box in the Beis HaMikdash. When it says Yipul Nedava or Elul Nedava, it means they get placed in that box. So that's Beis HaMizbech's opinion. They say, Leftovers is Chulin. What about if he says, I'm going to bring from this money and give from some of it for my Machsa Shekel. Shavin, they both agree, What about if he's doing the same thing for his Karban Chatas? He's gathering money slowly but surely and he has this all designated for his Karban he says, These are for my carbon chatas. He goes to the animal dealer, purchases an animal, and it turns out he has some leftover money. Shavin, they both agree, Shamaisar Nadava, that this leftover money has to be given to Nadava. What about if he says, I'm going to bring from some of this money and use it for my carbon chatas? Shavin, they both agree, Shamaisar Chulin, that the leftovers is going to be Chulin. Now, Amr of Shemin, he asks, What's the difference between Shkalim and Chatas? Why is it that by Shkalim, the leftover money, according to Basil, is going to be Chulin, but according to Basil, the leftover money of a Chatas? is going to go to Nedava. So he answers, El Shel Shkalim, Yeshlem Kitzvah. Shkalim has a sad amount. It's Machsa Shekel, and anything more than that, he never had intent to give. Well, Chatas ain't Kitzvah, but a carbon Chatas doesn't have a sad amount. He could buy an animal for $10 or for an exorbitant amount of money, whatever he wants, and therefore, you can't say that he set aside a certain amount of money. All the money that he had in his pocket was designated for a carbon Chatas, and just because he got a deal, that doesn't mean he doesn't have to give the rest of the money to the base of Mekdash. Whereas Rabbi Huda Army here argues, he says, Afla Shkalim ain't Even Shkalim doesn't have a sad amount. Now, what does that mean? The Mepharshim explained that when the Torah says that you have to give half a shekel, it really just means you have to give half of the standard currency of that point in time. But it doesn't actually have to be half a shekel. How do we know that? Because when Klai came up from Bavel and they went back to the entire Tisrael, they actually used to give Darkinus as their machsa shekel, which is four times a machsa shekel. And this is because that was the standard currency. And then Chazulish called slime, they started giving slime because this currency changed to slime. And then Chazulish called tabayin, they started giving these coins called tabayin. And then Bikshulish called they want to give dinar, which was a very small amount. But the Chacham didn't accept it from them, and we're going to see later on the Gemara why not. Whereas Amr of Shimon, he responds, Rabbi Yehuda, Afal Pikein, even so, Yad Kulon Shaveh. Everyone has to give the same amount. We say, Ha'ashur lo Yarbe Vadal Yamit. Everyone has to give the same amount. So even though they're allowed to give more than Machsas Hashekel, they still have to give the same amount. So that's considered Davar Sheish like Kitzbah. Haval Chatas, when we're dealing with the Karban Chatas, Zemevi Baselav, Zemevi Bishtaim, Zemevi Bishalosh. Each person can give a Karban Chatas that's worth a different amount. And therefore, when a person has money designated for Karban Chatas, even though he got a good deal on his animal, he he still has to give the rest of the money to the Beis HaMikdash. And now the Gemara explains how Mechani, so a person's gathering money and he's trying to save up for his Machsa Shekel. Rabbi Yesi B'Shem Rablazer, he says, Ma Pligin, what are they arguing about? Mechani's Prite Right? That's when he's gathering it slowly but surely, saving up his little dollars and cents. Avol Ba'aymer Elo Shekli, but when he grabs a whole bunch of money from his pocket, digs into his drawer, has a whole handful of money, and he says, These are for my Machsa Shekel. Kol Amoydaya, everyone agrees, Shalmaisar Nadava, that the leftovers is going to be given to Nadava. Rabchiev, Rabibi B'Shem Rablazer, they say, No, Ma Pligin, what are they arguing? about Mechanis Pride Right. Again, when he's gathering his cents and his dollars and he's putting in his pocket trying to save up for his Machsa Shekel. When he says that these are for 
from Amachsa Shekel. Digs his hand in his pocket, takes out a whole handful of coins, puts it on the Gizbar's table, and this is from Amachsa Shekel. He says, Everyone agrees that the leftovers is Chulin. And Amar Chizke, he says, Masnisim Misayla the Rabbibi. Our Mishnah is, Arayah for Rabbibi, that the leftovers is Chulin. Did not, our Mishnah says, Amar Shimon, Rav Shimon told us, Mabin Shkalom Machatos, what's the difference between Shkalom and Chatos? El Shashkalom Yeshlam Kitzba, Hul Chatos Ain Lakitzba. Shkalom has a set amount, and Chatos doesn't have a set amount. So, Man and Makaimin, what are we establishing that case in the Mishnah as? Imba Aymer Shavi Mehen, if he had said, I'm going to bring from some of this money, so Bakulin Mosar and Chulin, everyone agrees that the leftover money is going to be Chulin, because he didn't say he's going to give all this money as Chulin. Ella must be Kianan Kaiman. What's the case in the Mishnah talking about? But Aymer Elu, he said, these are from my Machsa Shekel. Shkalim, Adesha Kitzvasim and Ataira, Mosar and Chulin. Machsa Shekel, since it has a set amount of the Taira, so leftover is going to go to Chulin. But Chatas, Adesha and Kitzvasim and Ataira, since the Kamar Chatas doesn't have a set amount of the Taira, Mosar and Nedava, so the leftover is going to go to Nedava, so we have a Raya for Rav Bibi. So now the Gemara asks, Ma'avidlar Rabbi Yesi B'Shem Rabbi Lezer, what does Rabbi Yesi B'Shem Rabbi Lezer do with Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah? It seems to be that Rabbi Shimon is a Raya against him. So Pastor Law explains that in Machanis, that's where he's gathering the shekels one by one in Beis Hill, and it's only like Beis Hill because Beis Shami would say that the leftover is Nedava and not Chulin. As the Gemara of Hatanin, we learned in the Mishnah on Omad Beis, Meiser Shkalim Chulin, that the leftovers of the Shkalim is Chulin. So again, Pastor Law explains in Machanis, where he's gathering it one by one, Uch Beis Hill, and it's like Beis Hill and not like Beis Shami. And now we continue talking about a similar case. Hamafri Shekloi. What about a person separates his shekel, the savarshu chayiv, and he thinks that he's chayiv? Names a sheni chayiv. It turns out that he already gave his machsa shekel. He just forgot about it. Like Kiddush, that machsa shekel that he separated is not kaddish. It doesn't have to be given to the base of mikdash. But what about hamafri shneim? He separated two half shekels. The sovereign he thought shu chayiv shneim that he's chayiv too. One from last year that he forgot to give, and one from this year. But names a sheni chayiv It turns out he's only chayiv one. He actually gave last year's machsa shekel, and he only has to give this year's. I say sheni What does he do with the second one? Does he have to give it to the base of mikdash? Or not? The Gemara answers Nishamina and Adal. Let's learn from this following Brisa. Hefish Chatasai, a person separated an animal as a carbon chatas, or he thought he was chayav a carbon chatas. Turns out he's not chayav a chatas. Like it's not kadesh. Hefish Taim, let's say he separated two animals. He thought he was chayav two chatas. Turns out he's only chayav one chatas. What do we do with the second animal? The Gemara answers Raya, it gets sent out to pasture, it's not used as a carbon. The Gemara asks, So what do we do with this extra shekel? The Gemara answers, According to the Manda Amar, that it's meant to go for Nadava, this is also for Nadava. It has to be given to the base of Mekdash. And Command Amar Lechulin, according to the Manda Amar, when you have extra left over from your Machsa Shekel, you get to put it back in your pocket. It's Chulin. So, too, over here, this one that he separated by mistake, the one of two, it has to go back into his pocket. And continue to explain the mission of Yudah Amar, he had said that, again, we're not limited to Machsa Shekel. We just have to give half of what the standard currency was. And we explain what these currencies are. Darkainis, what is that? Dinarin, it's actually golden dinarm, which is worth two sela, and a sela is double a machza shekel, so therefore it's four times a machza shekel. But then, Chazrulishkal slime, they started giving slime because that's what the currency was. And what are slime? Kishmayan, exactly as they sound. Slime, everyone knows what slime are. Chazrulishkal tivin, they started giving tivin. What's that? Palge slime, that's half of a sela. And Bixulishkal dinarm, they want to give dinarm. And what's that? Krutin, that's a quarter of a sela, but like Kibbalayan. However, the Chum didn't accept it from them. Why not? Minhada. They base themselves off the following pasuk. It says in Nechemya, Vemanu Alenu. We took upon ourselves mitzvahs, lasis alenu, shlishes a shekel bashana, a mitzvah to give a third of a shekel a year. This is not talking about a third of a shekel, it's talking about a third of a darkain. Lavoida is based on for the avoida of the house of Hashem, meaning to purchase karbanis. Now, as we said, it used to be that they gave half of the standard currency, but Nehemiah and his bezin realized that there's going to be a point in time that this might turn out to be less than half of a shekel. And therefore, Nehemiah and his bezin established that the machza shekel is never allowed to be less than a third of a shekel, as we just said, is really referring to less than a third of a darkain. This way, the payment is never going to be less than what the Torah says. And continuing to dash in this pasuk, Rav Chilke B'Shem Rav Acha, he says, Mikan, we learn from this pasuk, 
upon Bashan, a person actually has to give his machzah shekel three times during the year because it says shlishes hashekel bashana, and he learns that as three times a year. And we come from here, we learn that we're not going to trouble the tzibur to give more than three times a year. We also learn from this pasuk we know, as we learned previously, and we're going to learn soon, that there was three times that they were tarim the trumas halishka, and this was done with three saw and three boxes, and as we said, three hafrashas, and we're going to learn about that later. We learn that from this pasuk of shlishes bashana. And now a little bit of agadot about the machzah shekel. Ksiv says in the pasuk, "Zay yitnu this they shall give." Call Ivar Alpkudim. Talk about the machzah shekel. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Nechemia, they discuss this. Charam or one of them says, "Lefisha chatu machzah yom." Since they sinned halfway through the day, this is talking about the egel azov. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't come back by chatzos, therefore they made the egel azov. So this is halfway through the day. Yitnu machzah shekel. They have to give half of a shekel. Charam or one of them says, "Lefisha chatu b'sheish shayz b'yom." Since they sinned six hours into the day, which is the same thing as halfway through the day, but over here we're talking about six hours of the day. It says in the pasuk, "Vayara am ki b'sheish Moshe." Moshe was late. And Chazal Darshan Ba Shesh, that's already the sixth hour of the day, and he hasn't come back yet. Therefore, Yitnu Machsa Shekel, they have to give half a shekel to Avid Shita Garmisin because it's made up of six Garmisin, which is a type of currency. Rabbi Shul Be'er of Nechemia, Bashem Rabbi Yechem and Zaka, he says, Since there were Ivar on the Sarsa Debras, Yenaisen Kal Echad, Echad Hasar Geira, every single person has to give ten Geira. It says in the Pasuk about the shekel that it's Esrim Geira HaShekel, which means a Machsa Shekel is ten Geira. Rabbi Rechia and Rabbi Levi, Bashem Rabbi and Lakish, they say, Rachel, since they sold the Bukhar, the firstborn of Rachel, talking about Yosef, Ba'asim Kasef, for 20 silver pieces. So to every single person, he has to redeem his firstborn for 20 silver pieces, and that's five slime, which we know is what we do out of Pinyin Aben. Rav Pinchas B'Shem Rav Levi, he says, Since Yosef was sold, Ba'asim Kasef, for 20 silver pieces, and every single brother got Tapa'a, which is two coins, because 20 divided by 10 is two. Every single person, his shackle should be two coins. And Vavon Bez on top, we continue with the brand new Mishnah. We just repeat what we said in the last Mishnah that whatever is left over from the Machsa shekel, that is Chulin that you could put in your pocket, that's Shita's base hill. The leftover of the tenth of the Eifa, which is how much flour is brought in a carbon mincha. A person has leftover funds. He already purchases a Sirius Eifa and he has leftover money. What do we do with that? Leftover money that's meant to purchase the birds for a carbon of a Zav or a Zava or a woman that had a baby, chatois v'ashamais, or leftover money that was meant to purchase a carbon chatois or asham, v'asar nadava, all of that is put in the nadava box of the base of Mekdash. Zaklal, this is the rule. Kol shu ba l'shem chatois, anything that's meant to be a chatois, umisham ashma, or it's meant to be a carbon asham, v'asar nadava, any leftover monies is given to the nadava box. V'asar oila la'ila, but any leftover money that was meant to purchase a carbon oila that's used for another carbon oila, and v'asar mincha la'mincha, any leftover money that's meant to purchase a carbon mincha is meant to purchase another carbon mincha. V'asar shlamim l'shlamim, same thing with the carbon shlamim and any leftover money of a carbon Pesach or the carbon Pesach itself as we learned in Mesachas Pesachim L'Shlamim that's actually brought as a Shlamim Meiser Nazirim Lenazirim there's a fund that was meant to help out poor Nazirim so anything left over in that fund is meant to help out more poor Nazirim and Meiser Nazir Lenadava the leftover money of a private Nazir that is for Nadava that's not used for another Nazir that's just used for the Nadava boxes in the Beis HaMekdash and the Gemara just talks about the first Halach on the Mishnah talking about the Machzah Shekel on Rabbi Yesi, he says when I was over there, meaning when I was in Bavel, Shamus called Rabbi Yehuda Shaul Shmuel. I heard the voice of Rabbi Yehuda asking Shmuel, Let's say someone separated his machzah shekel and then he died. What happens to it? So Shmuel told him, It gets put in the Nadava boxes at the base of Mekdash. And now talking about a carbon mincha, like we mentioned in the second case of our Mishnah, the leftover of his Asir Saifa. Now this is referring to the Kain Gadol. 
Every single day, the Kohen Gadol was supposed to bring a mincha, and he would take his own money and purchase the flour for that carbon mincha. So he has leftover money. What do we do with that? Rabbi Yechonam, he says, they're brought to the Yamamelch, he can't use them. Rabbi Laza Amar, he says, they get put in the Dava box in the base of Mekdash. Now, why is that? Because the carbon mincha of the Kohen Gadol is actually called a chatas in the Torah, and we know that a chatas goes to Nadava if we have leftover money from a carbon chatas. Now the Gemara says, Masisa Pligal Rabbi Yechonam, Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yechonam, because what does the Mishnah say? Meser Shkalem Chulun, the leftover Shkalem goes to Chulun, Meser Siyasa Eifa, Meser Kine Zavim, Kine Zavis, Meser Kine Yodas, Chatais Vashamais, Meser Nadava, the leftover actually goes to Nadava, whereas Rabbi Yechonam said, the leftover of the Mincha goes to the Yama Melech, and it's not used for the Beis HaMikdash. The Gemara answers, Rabbi Yechonam Pasar Law, he'll explain it as Meser Siyasa Eifa Shal Minchas Chaitai Shal Yisrael. Our Mishnah is saying, the leftover that Siyasa Eifa of a Minchas Chaitai of a Yid, a Yid doesn't have Eira, and he has to bring a carbon Mincha, so if he has leftover of that, that's going to go to Nadava, but not the leftover mincha of the Kayin Gadol. And now remember, that's going to have to do with what we said in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yesu Amr, he tells us, Alda al objected to the following halacha. How do we know that the Karman Pesach changes to being a Shlamim? We know that if for whatever reason a person didn't bring their Karman Pesach on Pesach, so after Pesach, it's brought as a Shlamim. How do we know that? Tamil Emmer says in the Pesach, talking about a Karman Shlamim, if his Karman is going to be from Tsain, Tsain is referring to both sheep and goats. It's called Tsain, the flock. So if from the flock, his carbon is going to be as a shlamim. What do we learn from here? Anything that comes from the flock could be used as shlamim. Therefore, carbon pesach, which comes from tzayin, is going to be shlamim if he's not shechting a rebbe for a pesach. But he sees when Abarba asks on this, we know the carbon oil can come from tzayin also. Why don't we say that carbon pesach after pesach is just going to be a oil and not a shlamim? The Gemara answers no, not a question, because we're talking about something that can only be from the tzayin. Carbon pesach is only allowed to be tzayin, it's only allowed to be a goat or a sheep. Yatsu's oil, this is exclusive. It's able to be bakar, so therefore, Karman Pesach isn't turned into an oil, it's turned into a shlamim. But Hesivon, Abraham, continue asking, Hari Asham, what about a carbon Asham? And we know that carbon Asham is only allowed to be from Tzayin. So why isn't the Karman Pesach turned into an Asham as opposed to a shlamim? So Amr Bibi Barkahana, he answers, it says in the Pesach, Min Hatzayin, Davrish Hubam Mikal Hatzayin, something that comes from any type of Tzayin. Yatza Asham, this excludes Asham, She'ena Ba'elam and Akvas and Bavad. It's only allowed to be from sheep, whereas Karman Pesach is allowed to be from sheep and goats, therefore, a carbon and Pesach has turned into a Shlamim and not into an Asham. But his of Rebun, Rebun asked, Bechal atar at Amar min lamaid. In all other places, you take the word and you explain it as an exclusionary phrase. Min always means we're excluding something. Vikan at mar min larabis. And over here, using the word min hatsain as an inclusionary phrase, the min hatsain means we're talking about all types of tzayin, sheep and goats. So this drasha doesn't make sense. So Rav Avani answers, no, not a problem. Hachinami min lemait. Over here, min is actually mit. It's an exclusionary phrase. Mit, what are we excluding? She'enei bab and she'tei It's not allowed to be brought as a two-year-old animal. And mit she'enei banekeva. It's not allowed to be female. It has to be male. But Hasivan, our Rabbah continues asking, Maksivit says in another pasuk, ve'imena tzayin karboni, if his carbon is going to be from tzayin, mina kvasim aymena izim, la'ayla, his carbon ayla is going to be from kvasim or izim, me'ata from now, maeser pasach ba'ayla. So the maeser pasach is left over Karm Pesach, he didn't check his Karm Pesach, it should be an Eilah, shouldn't be a Shlamim. We have a very clear Pesach telling us that an Eilah could be from Kvasim and Izim. So why don't we say that the Karm Pesach is going to be an Eilah, not a Shlamim? So I'm Rabbi Avon, he explains, We're going to change something that's designated for eating to something else that's designated for eating. You're supposed to eat the Karm Pesach, you didn't shechter as a Karm Pesach, so shechter as something else that could be eaten, a carbon Shlamim. Don't shechter for something else that can't be eaten, namely a carbon Eilah. And I'm Rabbi Yassi Barabun, he answers a different answer. 
answer. Mishan and Kachim Kalim, Mishan Kachim Kalim, Vin Mishan and Kachim Kalim, Mishan Kachim Kachim. We're going to change something that's Kachim Kalim, which is a Karm Pesach, to another type of Kachim Kalim, which is a Shlamim, and we're not going to change it to a Kachim Kachim, which is an Ayla. And continuing to discuss this halacha, that a carbon Pesach shechted not in the proper time becomes a shlamim. Rabbi Yechon Amr, he says, on the following halacha, Rabbi Chanina objected. The Inun Amrin, they say, the carbon Pesach does not change to being a shlamim. He had to have actual intent to shecht it for shlamim. But I say, meaning Rabbi Chanina says, even if he shechted it to be an oila, it automatically becomes a shlamim and it's not an oila. And Amr of Elah, he says, what's his reasoning? Shlamim. The Pasuk says, if his carbon is going to be from Tzayin as a Shlamim. This carbon, Bashlamim, is automatically going to be turned into a Shlamim, and it's not going to be turned into an Ayla, even though your Kavana was an Ayla. But now the Gemara asks a question. Is it going to change if he has a machshava of psol, the question being asked is as follows. Let's say he shechted this carbon pasach with intent as an oila, but he also had a machshava that would pass the carbon. Does Reb Chanina say that it still remains a shlamim, or does it change to being an oila? So the Gemara asks, hey Chavida, what exactly did he do over here? Gemara answers, Shechtel Hashem Ayla, he shechted it with intent to be an Ayla, and also Amanas Lizrik Dama Lamachar, with intent that he was going to throw its blood tomorrow, which we know is a Machshava that passes the Karban. So the Gemara asks, what does it make a difference if it's a Shlamim or if it's an Ayla? We call Makam Pasal who? It doesn't make a difference. It's Pasal anyway. He had this Machshava of Chutz Lizmano that he was going to throw the blood outside of its proper time, so it's going to be Pasal either way. Who cares if it's a Shlamim that's Pasal or if it's an Ayla that's Pasal? So the Gemara answers, in Tamer Mishtan al Machshavas Psal, if you're going to say that it does change with this Machshava of Psal, so Pasal is only Pasal, in Tamer Ein Mishnah Machshavah's Psal, if you're going to say that it doesn't change even though he had this Pasal Machshava, Pegel, then the carbon's Pegel. Now we've already spoken about the Isra of Pegel many a time, this is when the Kain has Machshava, that he's going to do the Zrikas Adam, or bring the Murim, or eat the carbon Chutz Lizmanoi, and this is a much more Chamer Isra than just Pasling the carbon. a person's going to be Chayav Kares for eating such a carbon. So what the Gemara is answering over here is that the status of Pegel can only be applied to a carbon if this is the only Psal that it has. But if this carbon Pesach was changed to an Ayla, then it also has another soul, namely that it was shechted with the intent to be an Ayla and not a Shlamim. So therefore, if you're going to say that the person successfully changed it to being an Ayla, it's not Pegel, it's only Pasal. However, if it remains a Shlamim and doesn't become an Ayla, then it's not Pasal, it's Pegel, which is far worse. And we'll continue talking about a Karim Pesach that was shechted not in its proper time. The Gemara says, He took his Karim Pesach and he shechted it Lishma with intent for it to be the Karim Pesach and also Shalai Lishma with intent not for it to be the Karim Pesach. And it was Bishari Masashana. Let's say it was two days before Pesach. Is this Karim Pesach kosher or not? On one hand, it shouldn't be kosher because he had intent to shecht it as a Karim Pesach and it wasn't the proper time, so it should be possible. But on the other hand, he also had a machshava of Shalai Lishmai and that machshava maybe should be machshirit because when you have machshava of Shalai Lishmai and it's not right before Pesach, so this Karim Pesach becomes a Shlamim, as we just said. So is this Karim kosher or not? Rabbi Bon Barchia B'Shem Shmuel Bar Abba, he says, Since he said that he has a machshav of Shaloy Lishmai, it's as if he shechted it quietly, meaning without saying anything, and Vishaloy Lishmai, and he also verbalized his intent of Shaloy Lishmai, and Rukasher, and therefore it's Kasher, meaning we negate the fact that he said that it's being shechted Lishmai, we only follow the Shaloy Lishmai, and we say that it's a Kasher Karban Shlamim. The Gemara asks, Im Kenhu, if that's so, that saying something and not saying it, verbalizing an intent, and 
and just staying quiet is the same thing. So then, Afilu shachtu l'shmai, Almanas lizrak damish l'shmai. Let's say shachted it l'shma. And again, it's two days before Pesach. So shachting it l'shma, two days before Pesach, is going to passle it. But then he said he was going to sprinkle his blood, shaloy l'shmai, which actually would be machsherit. Because again, shaloy l'shmai, two days before Pesach, is going to be machsherit. So yasa mishah why don't we just say that originally when he shachted it, it's kishachti l'shmai v'shaloy l'shmai. It's like he shachted it l'shma and shaloy l'shma, like this previous case that we just mentioned. Vukasher, and it's kasher, because we're going to take the machshava of shaloy l'shmai and override the intent of the l'shma. And the reason why we're suggesting this is because we had just said previously that we're going to equate a machshava and a dibor of shaloy l'shmai or l'shma, because saying something and not saying it is the same thing. So Am Rabbi Abamari, he answers, kasher. How do you know that if he shachted it two days before Pesach and he was quiet, he didn't say anything, that it would be kasher, that we would assume that he's shachting it shaloy l'shmai, don't bishtik apostle. Maybe if he shachts it quietly, he doesn't say anything two days before Pesach, that we assume that he's shachting it l'shma and then it would be puzzle. So how can you suggest that when he's shachting it two days before Pesach and he verbalized that he's shachting it l'shma, that he also had a mindset of shaloy l'shmai? You're right. Technically, if we know for sure that he had a mindset of shaloy l'shmai, then we might say that the mindset of shaloy l'shmai is going to override the verbalization of l'shmai. However, since we don't know if he has a mindset of shaloy l'shmai, all we know is that he had this verbalization of l'shma. We can't necessarily say this carbon is going to be kosher, and therefore it's not comparable to the previous case when he actually verbalized his intent of l'shmai and shaloy l'shmai. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with continuing to explain the Mishnah, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.